No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thank you for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into today's segment on America's Third Watch, I wanted to say something about Columbus Day and all of the people who are advancing this false history that Howard Zinn came up with about Christopher Columbus committing genocide against the Native American Indians. Christopher Columbus never set foot on North America. That's history. He landed in Haiti, Hispaniola beforehand is now called Haiti. He did four voyages to the New World and never made it north of Panama. When you talk about the slaughter of North Americans, you have to start talking about the Spanish and the Portuguese who were integral in the slave trade. So to disparage Christopher Columbus for having the courage to get onto an ocean not knowing where he was going and finding a route to the New World, even if it was in the Caribbean and not North America, it really is slanderous. And it's a slap in the face to anybody who understands true history. And quite honestly, it's a slap in the face to Italian Americans because they celebrate him as well they should. You want to start pointing fingers at Greedy all the way back in 1492? Start looking at Queen Isabella, not Christopher Columbus. Do your research before you jump on a meme bandwagon. Because if you're espousing that Columbus came and slaughtered Native American, North American Indians, you're speaking an untruth that has been facilitated by people like Howard Zinn and a very jaded and disingenuous education system in the United States. Our segment on America's Third Watch, right after this. You're listening to Underground USA. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. We are going to uh, bring in now our good friend, Frank Salvato. He's from UndergroundUSA.com and also the author of the book, Nullification. Good morning, Frank. Mr. Kyle. Well, it has been quite a last 36 or 40 hours or so as we've been watching what's been happening uh, in Israel. we got a quick update here I want to let everybody know about, and that is Austria has now said they're going to freeze development aid for the Palestinian areas. This is uh, on the order of about $20 million, uh, this according to the uh, uh, to Austria's foreign minister. Uh, so all these kinds of things are starting to happen. Uh, 
uh, obviously in reaction to this. But Frank, what what what's your reaction to the attacks, and wh- where do we go from here? What's next? Well, the, the attacks are egregious all the way around. You know, when you look at the at the participants of of these actions uh, coming out of Gaza and now bleeding over from from Lebanon, you're seeing the usual suspects: Hamas, Hezbollah, all, all backed and supported by Iran. You know, this is not something that we should have been surprised about, but the ferociousness is something that we should be concerned about. It means that they have great confidence that they can actually achieve what they want to achieve. I'm glad to see the international community, bit by bit, piece by piece, starting to stand up saying, you know, you've gone too far. Hamas, Hezbollah, Palestinian leadership, you've gone too far this time, and we're not going to make excuses for you anymore. I hope it stays that way. You know, with the UN Security Council sitting, and then you've got China being the you know the lead in this right now. It's their rotation turn, so who knows what's going to come out of that body? Useless as it is, but uh, you know, this is this is a very tender moment. Uh, I've got a piece up on UndergroundUSA.com this morning that spells that out. We now have a hemisphere that's pretty much in chaos. We've got we've got the the problem in Ukraine, which sees a a, a neo axis powers come together in China and Russia, and North Korea, and Iran, and now you've got this war. It is now declared in in Israel that sees Iran at the nexus of this. So if all of a sudden China and Russia you know, go in with Iran because Iran is in with them over in Ukraine. We've got the makings for a global conflict here. That's exactly right. And China, even even Chuck Schumer was uh, was uh, chastising them for their statement, which did not have any sympathy at all for uh, for the uh, for the Israeli uh, for the Israeli victims here. We do have Mary in St. Pete on the line. Good morning, Mary. Do you have a question for Frank? I do. Good morning. And not to get too far off that subject, but uh, in the previous segment, J.P. Morgan Chase was mentioned, and that's uh, very interesting because of the sinking of the Titanic back to 1913. Uh, When you read about that, and I read about a little bit of that, where the bankers, and I believe they're um, orchestrating a lot of these things going on throughout the world, uh, a lot of the bankers were on that Titanic, and guess who did not get on that ship at the last moment was J.P. Morgan. Interesting. Um, And, of course, you see what happened. So if you connect that with the bankers, the people with the money, the globalists, the elitists, running the show for all the rest of the world, um, and also who is the Kazarian Mafia and the Mossad, especially in Israel, it just makes you wonder uh, what kind of orchestration is going on and what kind of good orchestration could going on between, say, North and South Korea, Taiwan and China, Ukraine, and now Israel. What do you think? Thank you. Good. Well, thanks, Mary. Uh, Mary and St. Pete. Frank, um, what what do you think about that? Well, everybody who listens to the show knows I'm no fan of the Federal Reserve, and that was put together by the big bankers. They tend to want to pretend that they control the world, and with the way that people and countries are in debt, they do. 
but whether they have the wherewithal to be able to create the level of chaos we're seeing uh, in that hemisphere, I don't know. There seems got, to be a lot of pure hatred going on. Yeah, there's. You got to remember, there's the switch that's happening through the World Economic Forum economically, and and the power structure they want to put into place uh, comes from. Uh, they they want to use the Chinese model, which is the hybrid of of communism and capitalism. It doesn't work. We're seeing them go through economic hardships right now. But you have to remember that the communist Chinese are godless people. They believe rights come from the government. So when you're when you're talking about elements of the free world that that have connections to the World Economic Forum, they're running on greed. The communists are just running on the lust for power. Indeed. Well, Frank Silvato, hold on the phone there just for a moment. We're heading to our first break here of this hour. We're going to be right back, everybody, with Frank Silvato from Underground USA. He's also the author of the book Nullification. Kyle Warren with you. See you on the other side. State Farm says they're a good neighbor. But would a good neighbor target five-year-olds for conversations about sexual identity? State Farm did. For six months, they asked employees to donate guides to being transgendered to public schools. Books aimed at making kindergartners question their identity. How do parents know where State Farm put these books? What's State Farm doing about it? Visit AskStateFarmWide.com. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar Brian Deese is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Without further ado, back to our friend Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning again, Frank. Mr. Kyle. Well, the events are happening very, very quickly now, we understand. Uh, of course, you know, what we're seeing happening over the last uh, couple of days here. But certainly, um, it looks as if uh, the uh, Israeli Defense Forces are going to have to be in for the long haul here. Well, this is a war, and they have to win it. And because when you have uh, sponsorships of terror, like uh, like Iran, you've got a, a syndicate put together of Hezbollah, Hamas, Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigades, the uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. They're all in on this, and they're going to use every tool at their disposal, which means they're not playing by Geneva conflict uh, or convention rules. They're playing by terrorist rules. So this is going to go on beyond the major battles that take place in order for Israel to say that the war is won. You're going to see Israel on high alert for at least a decade because the suicide bombings will begin. The IED use will begin. And it depends on on how the world addresses Iran for sponsoring this because now we have proof that they gave the green light six days ago to plan this. 
and help Hamas and Hezbollah plan their attacks, how the world responds to them is going to be of huge consequence. And whether Saudi Arabia is in on that response towards Iran. If there's if there's no confrontation from Iran, this thing goes on in the Middle East for decades. Indeed. Well, I'm glad you mentioned about Iran because the Wall Street Journal, as you're talking about, is reporting that Iran helped them to plan this whole thing. And I can't imagine, how does the Biden administration stand up now and say, well, it's, it was okay to release the $6 billion, which I think they should refreeze immediately, and then also say things like, well, you know, we want to help them with their, with their nuclear pro- program, and we've got to get them back on the right track here. I, it seems like Iran, do you think that they've sort of, uh, sort of, uh, you know, burned their bridges, whatever bridges there might have ever been? Well, they should, but we have an imbecilic administration in power. And, and I say that with all sincerity. The $6 billion wasn't unfrozen. It was bribe money. Iran said, hey, we'll, we'll swap hostages with you, but it's going to cost you $6 billion. And the Biden administration goes, wow, that's a great deal. No, it's not. You don't negotiate, you don't take a knee towards terror organizations, and the Biden administration has done it twice now in a major way. Once in giving, in giving Afghanistan back to the Taliban, oh, and what was the sweetener there? Billions of dollars of American military equipment that they now have asked Iran and Iraq and Jordan for free passage over so they can join the fight against Israel. And now you have this. I used to think that the majority of the problem with the Biden administration was that they were just, they were just evil people. That they just really wanted this transitional change to a global government and they, they were just running for the goal line here. But I'm starting to believe that it's about 50-50 between being evil, greedy, power-hungry people and just being inept <laughs> and, and non-forward thinking. Because any, even, even the most evil person in the world doesn't say, hey, these people are the chief sponsors of terrorism in the world. Let's give them nuclear capability. China and Iran on the world stage should not be embraced by the international community, period, until they stop talking genocide. Indeed. For the love of well, God. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better. You, you're exactly right on. And, yeah, the, the Iranian regime's not looking to have nuclear power to make toast. Uh, they, yeah. they actually want to toast uh, Israel. And, again, this isn't about the size of Israel that uh, the, uh, the Palestinian or the uh, Hamas uh, uh, groups and so forth, that they're, they're, not a, they're not concerned with the size of Israel. They want to eliminate Israel. Yeah, it's their existence that is the problem. For, for these, these devout Islamo-fascists throughout the Middle East. And when you're talking, you know, every Friday they get together for prayer and it's death to the big Satan and death to the little Satan. And that's the United States and Israel. I'm not exaggerating. That's what they say every Friday. They chant in those enormous crowds before they go to prayer. So, you know, you can put your head in the sand and say, we just want everybody to get along and then the world can be a, a utopia. But if you think that way, you're not thinking through this very well because they hate your freedom. They hate the fact that you have a different religion. And if you read their, their holy books, the Koran and the Hadith, 
And you have to do it together, otherwise you don't understand their religion. You realize their religion is a religion of dominance, and they are commanded by Muhammad to rule the world. So you can make any excuse you want to, but that's the core mission here, and it's been that way since 672. Yeah, this is really terrifying, scary stuff, no doubt. Eric in Knoxville is on the line. He's got a question for Frank. Good morning, Eric. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Thanks, uh, thanks for taking my call. Real quick, uh, a little over 20 years ago, uh, I, I was uh, conducted uh, training with the IDF, or Gavadi. It's uh, part of the reconnaissance element, the ground reconnaissance element uh, over in Israel. Here's my take on it. 23 years ago, anything that flew over 500 feet AGL above ground level was immediately tracked and traced and immediately investigated. If there was anything going across the Negev, day or night, there were overflights sent immediately. It happened to us. Uh, we're doing some training out uh, way out in the Negev, doing sort of desert survival training. They flew F-4s at the time. There are old F-4s, and immediately something came and investigated what, we're, what we were doing. And through, uh, you know, some visual and other communication efforts, uh, you know, the guy that was training us basically told the plane, hey, we're good, we're friendlies. So that, that's number one. This was a multi-pronged, multi-disciplined attack that went on over there. Land, if you, you know, reading all the accounts, land, sea, and air. This was coordinated within just a couple minutes of each other. And I have people, I hear people trying to say that they're using old school ways to communicate and coordinate and this, that, and the other. You know, they, they, they snuck in uh, under the intelligence community's noses, so to speak. I'm calling Bravo Sierra on that. Someone allowed this to happen. This does not just happen overnight. Frank is correct. There are two, there's only two worlds in Islam, Dar al-Islam and Dar al-Harb. Islam is the submission to the will of God. That means peace on earth as long as everybody's following what their God says to do. Dar al-Harb is the rest of the world that is not Islamic. And my question to Frank is, who allowed this to happen? And I'll just leave it there, in his opinion. Thanks so much. Good question. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, Frank, we got just a tiny bit of time, but what do you think? No, this is going to be the the culmination of the neo-access powers. Nothing was going to happen over in the Middle East if Russia and China didn't say, didn't give a nod and a green light to it. And quite frankly, if Saudi Arabia really was feeling pressure in their capital and they weren't supposed to be talking to Israel to normalize relations, they could have had a hand in this too. All right. Well, Frank, thank you so much. We're heading right out to the break. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning, my friend. Stay low. Stay low, my friend. All right. We'll be right back. Stay right there. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, comment, leave a rating if your platform lets you. Sign up for our Substack. comes direct to you, circumventing the censors and the, uh, the fact checkers and all of the rest of the people who like to manipulate truth and history by going on to undergroundusa.com and signing up. And be sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, the case for decentralizing the federal government, available at Amazon.com. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.